welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay, and welcome back to Adam's Rib, everyone. Christian podcast for women. New listeners, welcome to the podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every single Tuesday in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can also like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Podcast. We have a website. You can catch new updates, new blogs, and new episodes. AdamsRibPodcast.com. You can also contact us by emailing us, AdamsRibPodcast at gmail.com. This is episode 197. Father's Day is going to be next Sunday, so it's just around the corner. So we thought we'd celebrate daddies. Glow is still with us. And since Brandon is a father, this was actually Brandon's idea, he's with us as well. This is Fatherly leadership. Bars. Lead us, father. <laughs> I actually had basic principles <laughs> yeah. that I wrote down of fatherly leadership, but I, I want to hear your, your perspective. And no, maybe go to can, the Lindsay list. Well, no, there I'm going to save that. <laughs> the Lindsay list. <laughs> and then maybe we can even discuss, you know, of just um, if we feel like our fathers had uh, good leadership or if we feel like we didn't. You know, we can be honest. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I felt like from a career and spiritual standpoint, I had great fatherly. Like uh, from your actual father or like just men in your life, just men in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause some people don't have fathers. And so I don't want to just leave. I have biological fathers when we can very well look to just, you know, sure. men who were fathers. Yeah. Leaders. I have one. Sure. Well, yeah, um, I know. <laughs> um, I will say, um, <laughs> for those that don't, <laughs> for those that don't, this is my sarcasm. coming, out. But I have one. And but no, seriously, like I um, I've learned some things from him, but I haven't learned stuff as much as I would like to mm-hmm. or I wish I would have. Sure. You know, not every person has that has a father has had a wonderful Absolutely. relationship. You know, my father wasn't all the way there in my life like mm-hmm. that. So majority of the things I had to learn from either like like coaches or my grandfather or people that I've been under when it comes to like church and school, things like that. So when I, when I look back at that, like all those guys, especially my grandfather, like I appreciate them so much because there are some godly things that they have and like have put in me Mm -hmm. that I can't walk away from. Like my grandfather has been huge on faith. Like, you have to have it to go to get started. You have to have it to get through it. You have to have it even when this when the battle is over, you know, and you have to have faith to know that well, as you're walking in this life, you're going to make sure that you have faith to know that your character is going to have your name in the book of life when it's over. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate my grandfather for that. You know, like he's great. He's amazing for that. I wish he was still here because I love him. Um, but other people like my pastor, um, other like two coaches. I even had a teacher named Mr. Holly in Pike Township. Like he was great. Like he kept kept me in check and you know got me together. So I appreciate that. So the areas that my father weren't able to do, they mm-hmm. picked. They were able to come in and do that. So 
So how do you feel like you've carried that into being a father yourself? Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, I try to make sure that she knows early on that this is not a game. Um, (laughs) you know, I I don't play in the games like, yeah, but think about it. Like I do try to build some type of friendship with her because I want her to know that I, she can be comfortable with me to talk about Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. or to be able to like to have me sit with her and help her understand ways of life and things like that. Like she's 11 now, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, she's not a baby. She's older. She's asking questions and other things. So I have to like make sure that the things that I were taught that I'm passing it down to her, mm-hmm. you know, not just in the regular, but spiritual, which is like the main ones that I really want to make sure that she's understanding, yeah. you know? So. What about your daddy? Um, my dad is, has never been present. Okay. Um, I know him, I see him mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> growing up in Mississippi has, informs a lot of who I am. It's mm-hmm. definitely part of my identity. So I say that um, because it's very difficult to, uh, like I grew up in the same town as my dad. Like my my town is very familial, mm-hmm. very family oriented. So my dad's dad, who's my grandfather, who I never knew because he died before I was born, was like one of the first pastors and kind of founders of my church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's how my family got to Indy. Like, they left, you know, the 50s for jobs, came up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad never, like, we we have my mom, That he was he and my mom were never married, and so they never, like, he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, I really didn't deal with that well mm-hmm. until, until I got. Who would, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, and I, at first I was like, oh, I'm fine because my mom, you know, she she made everything look so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it was difficult, but she made everything look so easy for me. But she was very, very um, intentional about me being around men in church who were fatherly, grandfatherly. Mm-hmm. Um, like her her dad also was not in her life. Okay. Um, and so she, you know how moms are. Like, I don't want you to have to, to experience yeah. that. But her dad lived like up north in Wisconsin mm-hmm. um but she we had deacons in the church and folks who you know if I needed something like my car broke down yeah. or whatever because we didn't have a lot of men in my family yeah. either um my mom has one brother and she has six six siblings but only one of them is a man mm-hmm. and you know so there were men in church who I grew up that were who were fathers to me and then when I moved up here to Bloomington um my dad's brother who lived in Indianapolis I think you you were in Bible study when I mentioned, I think, mm-hmm. but he he passed away this year on mm-hmm. my, or last year on my birthday, um, and he was really like a father to me. So yeah. when he died, it really felt like I lost my father. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's sad that your uncle, the brother of your father, yeah. is you see more of your father. Like surely that would make him feel some type of way. Absolutely. No? <laughs> and, and the the fatherhood connection that I got from him, and only. It only cultivated over the course of, like, three years. Yeah. Because I didn't get to know him until I got here. And even mm-hmm. when I first got here, I wasn't, like, hanging tough with him yeah. like that. But I just really thank God for, for him standing in the gap for me because mm-hmm. um, this is a little personal, but I don't mind sharing it, so mm-hmm. I hope that's okay. But mm-hmm. when um, when I got here in 2013, I don't know what happened, but I had this, like, encounter. I guess I was like, man, why ain't my daddy done? Yeah. You know, and, and at this point, I'm like, what, 20. 
Um, so I was just like, why is my dad not around or whatever? So I had a, a pastor friend who was like, um, why don't you just write him a letter? You know, mm-hmm. so wrote him a letter and uh, one of the toughest things I ever did in my life, mm. like a seven page letter and I mailed it. Like wow. handwritten, handwritten, mailed it or whatever. And he's in Mississippi. He's in Mississippi. Okay. Mm-hmm. And wrote that letter, sent it, and I felt so just like, yeah, I got that off my chest. But then when he responded, oh, just brought up. Wow. So you, was, he responded by way of via letter? Yes. As well? He, he okay. wrote me back, handwritten letter. It was shorter than my seven page letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like one page. And mm-hmm. it was very, um, just a bunch of excuses of, yeah. of why he wasn't around. Mind you, um, and this is not to put my dad on, like, whatever, mm-hmm. but um, but he's also a, a preacher. So mm. I struggle. Interesting. Yeah. So I a lot str- of layers to this, girl. There's a lot yeah. of layers. A lot of layers. I struggle with, like, him, like, being, you know, this man of God who mm-hmm. is preaching to people and telling them they need to do A, B, and C. Yeah. And I'm just like, Have you, know. like, is he a pastor of a church or does he just, like, He's not a pastor. In the he's church. just a minister, right. He's, okay. He's, he's does he a- ever teach or preach about? leadership and father you know influence he probably yeah. won't he probably won't he he okay. never has and he mm-hmm. probably won't ever because you know he just and I think there's a lot of guilt now that my uncle has passed mm-hmm. um because my uncle would always tell him I don't know why you you know don't recognize her because he, he was one of those like let me come around when she does something great okay um but I'm just like yeah. mm, you know whatever yeah. so um so yeah so that's why I value um like fatherly figures, I value like my friends who, you know, around our age that mm-hmm. have children and actually take care of them, mm-hmm. um, and people who kind of stand in the gap, and and most of all, folks who that like my relationship with God is so critical because He yes. is like my Your heavenly Father. Yes, He's yeah. my heavenly Father, and. You know, I think that's a good point for those listeners out yeah. there who may be in your same position. Absolutely. You are not fatherless. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, you are not fatherless. <laughs> yeah. And and you're you're not I mean, granted when things like Father's Day come around, I feel a little like Yeah. You no, know, whatever. But um, you know, you can still the Lord is I mean, he's the ultimate father yeah. and you can still be great and do great things. And that's not to say I'm not affected by my biological sure. father not being around. Um I think it definitely affects my relationships like how I perceive men, like mm-hmm. I don't completely open up immediately because mm-hmm. I'm like, you might be here today and disappear like my dad did, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and But I have those conversations early to let right. people know where I'm coming from. Don't <laughs> like think I'm crazy. This is my problem. Yes. I'm working through it. I'm working it. <laughs> through it. I'm working through it. Um, and coming from a family full of women, my mom's never been married and most of the women in my family have never been married. Okay. So, and the ones who were like, it, who had marriages they were in abusive relationships mm. um and so you know i have a very like scarred view of men yeah. in that way um but nevertheless there are people now in our family who are married and you know that was like a back in the day thing with the abusive relationships mm-hmm. that they had and i thank god for you know presenting these other images of fatherhood mm-hmm. um and what not just fatherhood but everything that comes along with that being a good husband being a good leader um and those types do you feel like God has placed you in this position for a reason? Like, do you feel like this will serve a greater purpose? Oh, absolutely. Or do you feel like it already has? Oh, I can totally see it. Mm-hmm. I can totally see it. Um, I think it definitely plays a role in, like, my work. Because um, I deal with a lot of students who don't have, mm-hmm. like, you know, father, biological fathers in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to to tap into my own experience and be transparent with them and show them that this is, like, this might be my truth. 
Yeah. But it's not the end all be all just because I didn't have. And and don't let that be a crutch for you. Like, yeah. oh, well, my daddy wasn't here, so I'm about to go out and do A, B, and C. You know what I mean? Because I've also gotten that side of, of things. Um, but you don't have to. You could still grow up and be a beautiful woman with a beautiful family mm-hmm. and with you know, you you just know the type of father that you want your husband to be mm-hmm. and the type that he don't need to be yeah. um, to your children. So I've definitely learned, like Brandon said earlier, like he, he learned some, like I, I learned things from my father's absence. Yeah. You know, that I obviously wouldn't have learned had he been there because I had to get it from other people. And I know now, like, I don't want this, this, and this mm-hmm. um, in the father to my children. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um. I'm not saying my family's complete opposite, but they are <laughs> complete opposite of what Glow had mentioned. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents both highly engaged in my life, even to this day. <laughs> As a grown woman, you, my mom will call me, you know, she'll, she'll we'll just like, call me on a Friday. Like, what's up, mom? She's like, I don't think we spoke to you yesterday. Like, <laughs> so just things like that. And so with my dad growing up, never did see my parents argue. I'm sure they did, but I never saw it. Um, I mean, we were constantly in church. That, mm-hmm. That's the thing that sticks out most in my mind. We had an episode, Church Roots. Mm-hmm. Me, Brandon, and Jessica, we just talked about growing up in church and what we saw. And then my dad had listened to the episode. He's like, it's amazing that you remember all of that, the songs we've learned, experiences, <laughs> the people damn. we met. I was like, because we were there all the time. But They drilled it in but us. But it's, it's your foundation. And he's like, you know, well, that just means we taught you well. I was like, well, yeah, that, that is exactly what it means. And so we, I feel like we were just constantly at the church. And my dad, even though he's an introvert, he'd be very social. We'd be the first to show up, last yep. to leave. <laughs> yep. And so I, I learned early. That's yeah, I learned early that serving is very important. Because um, I feel like there were just few times, oh, so-and-so was sick. We got to go do this. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he's done street ministry and prison ministry. And I just grew up just not necessarily doing it myself, but just seeing, seeing it all it. the time. Or even having, um, you know, dad be like, the saints going to come over, <laughs> you know, so we have Bible study or do whatever. And so as far as the church part, definitely had that down. Sure. <laughs> even yeah. till this day, still has that down. Um, I was at my parents' house last weekend, and my dad always prays for me when I – travel back down south about an hour and a half drive and he just starts crying i'm like what's the matter so my mom knew what was wrong she's like he's just proud of you i was like is that what that means Uh, (laughs) and he just starts like stop (laughs) (laughs) so he just starts weeping i'm just like are we sure he's okay yes i've seen him do that i think one other time when my sister graduated from law school from duke Mm. um and so so again just has that down always just in just always just in prayer mode and there's there's three of us three sisters for all of his girls and then another thing too and then i like how he treats my mother um Mm -hmm. you know i think we all can say you know there's some traits of my dad that i wouldn't want my particular spouse (laughs) not wrong with it but you know she's like i wouldn't mesh well with that i mean just always treat my mother and all his girls just very well and i always feel like i tell my dad all the time i feel like you just know how to tap into just women in their knees because he has a mother and a sister no brothers he has a dad as well um they've both passed but mother and a sister obviously has a wife has three daughters yeah. my dad is a retired nurse so a highly dominated women yeah. field and then for years as long as i could remember he was over in his women's prison ministry at his church so i was like you just have this thing for women you i just touch. yes i think he just knows how he's very patient mm-hmm. very meek <laughs> You know, I don't know. I think he just knows how to navigate the female space very well. Sure. So I feel like I just had 
a really good example. So shout out to you, Dad, Father's Day. <laughs> I want to go into, um, since, like I said, Brandon's our male and he's a father, of basic principles I feel like a good Christian father should have. Lindsay List. Okay. One is making time for your family. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 through 7, specifically fathers were encouraged to spend time with their children on a regular basis. And it says, these words that I'm commanding you today must prove to be on your heart. You must, um, in, in, I don't take, know this word. Take your, must, take your time. Take your time. Inculcate the, them the, in your uh, son. All right. And speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie and when you lie down and when you get up. So as a father, spending time with your children will show how important that they are to you. And when you do not spend significant amounts of time with them, then they might conclude that you care more about other things you have going on in your life than, they, than you do in their own lives. And so just going back to the Bible, we see that men were personally involved in the education of their children and, like, that upbringing. And just for me personally, um, my dad made a point to take all of us out on individual dates, like, once a month when we were, when we were younger. And I actually kind of miss those days. I even remember times my dad would read stories. Not just any no story. It wasn't no cat in the hat in our house. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bible stories. We would read, like, Book of Virtues. I had, like, a Bible comic book. In fact, I can't remember if this was my line sister's baby shower or someone else's baby shower we was at. Her grandmother and mother were there. And you know, like, those baby shower games that you play? Yeah. Name the riddle or whatever. I, I didn't learn none of this because we just learned church stuff. And so my line sister's grandmother was like, why don't you know these things? I was like, this is basically describing David. They just made it say, say it was Peter the rabbit. Like, <laughs> and so she thought that was so funny. I was like, you know, this is Bible. <laughs> but I, I couldn't, like, I didn't know all these riddles and, yeah. you know, what stories is I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like Ruth. Like, <laughs> because that's what my dad would read to me. Group, yeah. So second thing. Good fathers are communicators. In James chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Every man must be swift about hearing, slow about speaking, slow about wrath. So in order to communicate effectively with our children, you've got to be a careful listener. I think that's why my dad's so good at that, because he lives in a house of women. <laughs> you need to yeah. cultivate the ability to listen without overreacting. And so if your children think that you will lose your temper quickly and be judgmental, then they will um, have little incentive to express their inner feelings to you. I think, that, think that's a good point you brought, Brandon, where, yes, you know, I'm one, I need to be the leader, but I need to also know that my daughter, I can be your friend, too. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I think that's new school because I still feel this way, even old school. I don't feel that way. But I think that's just old school upbringing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we could chit chat, but I can't tell you like everything because you're going to just be judgy. <laughs> like, you know, you're gonna, I need no, you to be dude. like friend and not like parent. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you listen to them calmly, you'll show that you're genuinely interested in them, right? And then mm -hmm. it will in turn, you know, more likely, you know, share their precious thoughts, you know, with yes. you as well. So, third thing is to give loving discipline and praise and so even when you feel frustrated or angry with your children fathers the discipline that you administer should be an expression of love and concern mm -hmm. and that includes advice correction education doesn't always have to necessarily be the belt <laughs> you know i still yes am a fan of the belt but like in my opinion maybe this is new school i don't think that should be like your first response sure. to something you sure. know okay why did we do this? What's the root? Was there, did this something, was it something I said? What did I do to make you do this? And so, you know, discipline is much more effective when a father commends his children regularly. So if you're going to discipline, then what am I doing right? You know, at the right. same time, like, okay, let's correct this, but you're doing really awesome at this. Keep that. Because, <laughs> you know, a father who looks for opportunities to give condemnation 
will help, or commendation, excuse me, will help to build confidence in his children and motivate them to not give up and to keep trying to do what's right. Mm. The fourth thing is to love and respect your wife and or the mother of your child, you know, if you're not married but you have a child. And then applying God's practical wisdom is the fifth thing. A mm-hmm. father who is connected with his heavenly father and seeking counsel from him can give their kids the most precious thing, which is showing them that they have an intimate relationship with God and what that looks like. Yeah. That's what I've always appreciated, you know, in my household was just, you know, we were seasoned. <laughs> Me and my mom was seasoned my dad just the other day. He's got so many books, just Bible, just, just books, books upon <laughs> books upon books. But, you know, we, we tease him about it, but that's the godly man. And yeah. he's seeking counsel and wisdom, Absolutely. you know, from, from every aspect um, of, of, of other people. So yeah. that was my list, five things. I like it. Do you do these things, Brandon? What? These five things. <laughs> uh, Obviously, you don't do the listening parts. <laughs> yes, but I was just making sure either that or the list. <laughs> yes, I do those things. Yeah, so... Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. And ladies, you know, pass this episode along to your own fathers. We'll be praying for everyone out there who maybe have a broken relationship with their father or maybe their fathers have passed or whatever the case may be. We'll be praying for you on this day. So. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Catch us next week.